Hi, everyone. Welcome back to Sports and Ish with Misty Lee and Rachel Lee. We've got so much stuff going on in the sports world. We're getting back from Thanksgiving and um, I don't know about you, Misty, but I ate way too much. <laughs> <laughs> we had an Italian feast. I'd like to call it the tour of Italy at my house. So yeah, <laughs> there, ate way too much, way too much. I love that. I definitely missed out. I will say that. <laughs> Dude, I made such an amazing lasagna. I literally, like I've been doing lasagna for years and I literally said, this was probably the most amazing lasagna I've ever made in my entire life. And I'm, I'm 45. So I thought to myself, I need to market this. This is like a gourmet lasagna and I could probably make a lot of money on lasagna. My oh, I'm choice. sure. Yeah. Lasagna. <laughs> First, <laughs> I need to try it. So let's make that happen. <laughs> I'm going to give you, I'm going to give you the tour of Italy night. You're just going to yes. get all the goods, the gnocchi, the everything. And then you're going to get uh, everything that I can serve on a, a regular basis. It's going to be amazing. <laughs> I'll bring the wine and you got the food. We're good. <laughs> yeah. We're good. All right. So our, we were just talking about the World Cup. Yeah. Rachel, the soccer's so your baby. Ah! No, it's awesome. so fun. It's so awesome to watch. I can't wait for it to come to the United States. Like, I am so no. ready for that. Um, no. But no, it's, it's super exciting to watch. I don't know if you have a team that you or players that you watch out for, but, um, but obviously, uh, the USA, you know, we're, obviously <laughs> we're in it. So, you know, always rooting for them. Um, got some big games coming up and some controversy that has happened with some of the games. But um, the big thing that I am really excited to watch, I mean, Ronaldo, Messi, those are like the two big namers that everybody is so, so pumped about, but no, not having a team. He was with Manchester United. Um, And so now that he's not with, a club anymore. He's just with Portugal. So this is a big deal for him just to kind of prove himself as well. Yeah. Um, I mean, he is putting up points like no other still. I think he's 37. Um, he's still got it. So, um, so yeah, this is a big deal for him. So we'll see. I'm sure there are teams that are looking to pick him up. Um, and that's in the works, but how he performs for world cup is going to be a big deal. So I know obviously he wants to win it. So <laughs> it's, I mean, it's Ronaldo. And you know, the funny thing is, is it's not funny, but it is because, you know, I worked in soccer, professional soccer for years. Uh, and, uh, there's still a lot of names I have issues with uh, pronouncing, but the guy on France's team, number 10 starts with the, uh, the letter M. That kid uh, won MVP in 2018. Um, like, he's kind of the most valuable player now. Uh, whoever that kid is, I've been watching him because the guys, some of my football guys have been, like, wanting to watch that in the office. They're like, put the World Cup on. I'm, I'm cheering for France. Oh, I'm like, yeah. France? France? Like, no, yeah. no, they've got this guy. This guy's kind of, like, a big deal. Like, so I've been watching that kid, and apparently he's, again, he's a big deal. Number 10 <laughs> on France's team, and I'm like, Okay, I might get into the World Cup. I might, uh, I might flow into Rachel's role for a minute. Oh like, yeah, for a minute. 
<laughs> might flow into that a little bit. <laughs> it's fun. It's good. It's good to see just how popular I feel like it's gotten in the U.S. I don't know if you feel that no. way too, but no, it has. It's really exciting. So. I, I, and I said this too, I think that soccer is easy for families, right? Because when you take small children to, to a regular football game, they're not going to sit through, <laughs> they're not going to sit through four quarters, right? And, and taking small children to a baseball game, most adults can't yeah. even sit through nine innings, let alone children. But I feel like soccer is just a family fun sport because kids can sit through 90 minutes, right? They get their, their popcorn or their like, their candy or whatever, right? And they can definitely sit through 90 minutes. I feel like soccer is such a great family sport because everybody has fun at soccer games. You can't not have fun at a soccer match, right? It's it's shorter amount of time that you're you have to, you know, watch, but it's also not stop go, stop go. Like the it's continue. Yeah. Ah, I mean, I guess when, you know, the the one thing that I I guess don't like about Soccer is just the flops. The flops. <laughs> Wait, are you talking about like the fake injuries where like, like, oh, he breathed near my ear. I got to go down. I'm going to fall down. <laughs> no, we've all seen it. Come on. <laughs> they, but they're trying to get somebody a yellow or a red card. So, of course, they're going to they're going to go down like that. Right. Oh, that's the only thing. I mean, I'm playing soccer. I feel like guys are a little bit more um, dramatic with that stuff. But I mean, hey, if I was them, I'd do the same thing to get get (laughs) penalty kick or free kick, whatever it is. (laughs) Free kick and get somebody yellow carded, like just do it, right? Mm -hmm. (laughs) Get that guy as many cards as you can. Yeah. There's a lot of good teams out there. So my my Italy team is not. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> not Italy. Take my, <laughs> take my eyes. Take my new iPhone, but don't take Italy down, please. <laughs> no. <laughs> so super fun. All right. So and also today I was sharing with you something, an interview that Kelsey Plum, who is in the women's NBA, uh, the WNBA had, uh, she'd given an interview. Again, she plays for the Aces there in Las Vegas. And she was talking about, and this is a, something I have believed in, I believe uh, Megan Rapino and uh, women's soccer had done a huge uh, documentary on this about getting women fair pay. And I believe Kelsey Plum probably had one of the best explanations for this I'd seen yet, where she said, listen, we're not asking uh, to get paid what LeBron James gets paid. If you look up Kelsey Plum's salary, this woman who is, again, women's NBA, her salary is literally $200,000 a year. That's it. And she's saying, listen, I'm not asking for millions. I know I'm not LeBron. And I know that our sport isn't producing financially what men's NBA is. But what I'm saying is this, we're not getting shared revenue. And I got to tell you, I, I couldn't have been more dialed into her entire interview than I've been into anything in a while. And she literally said, if my jersey sells at, at Mandalay Bay here in Vegas, I get zero percentage of that. In fact, none of the women NBA players get any of that. But if you're a male NBA player, you have a percentage of that, right? She's saying, I'm I'm not asking for the WNBA to cough up money that they're not producing revenue-wise. What I'm saying is this, if you're selling jerseys with my name on it, And if you're selling items with anything to do with me on it, 
why are we not sharing that revenue the way that you do with men in the NBA, right? So I got to say, after seeing this interview, and I don't know if anybody else has seen it, I'm completely behind Kelsey Plum on this. When it comes to shared revenue, I feel like you're already kind of cheating the, the female soccer players on the women's U.S. team, and you're already kind of cheating the women in the NBA a little bit on that salary. If you could just share the revenue on their merch, what is that hurting you, right? No, I agree. I mean, it makes complete sense yeah. when you think about it. Um, I mean, it's, it's like a no-brainer. I think obviously they're thinking more money in our buckets, <laughs> but yeah, that, that these women aren't getting paid anything. I think in the, the soccer documentary that I watched um, about a year and a half ago with Megan Rapinoe kind of directing that whole thing, it was letting people know that these women that play even in professional soccer on the U.S. women's team basically barely made enough to even pay their daycare bill to be able to play professional soccer. Mm-hmm. Like it was such a sad situation. These And and the point was, is that they were actually winning um, more titles than the men's U.S. team. So it was like, right, why, right. why are these women not even able to afford childcare, right? Like where are we as a society where our female athletes can't get paid anything, not even enough to take care of the children, mm-hmm. but, but they're winning. They're winning more than everybody else. Right. I don't know. I don't know. I know. I know <laughs> we have a long way to go in female sports, um, but I'm behind that fight with these women all the way. Like I, I have yeah. been from day one and to see this again happening, it's like, I can't believe that uh, WNBA players aren't getting a <laughs> revenue share of their own merch, right? Like your name is on a jersey. Why are you not getting a percentage of that? I don't get it. Well, and I don't know if you if you've heard about this, but I'm pretty sure that they just this year um built the first women's um soccer stadium ever. Like just for the women's team. And it's like how many stadiums have we built for the men's soccer teams around here. So kudos, it's heading in the right direction. Absolutely, women are speaking out. Um, it's becoming known and acknowledged. So, yeah. you know, stepping in the right direction. So hopefully it will continue that way, but it's crazy to think about. Yeah. So Megan Rapino, Kelsey Plum, we hear you. We're behind you. <laughs> we'll keep following your story. I'm 100% in it with you. So cheers. Yes. Yes. Yay. All right. So another fun thing. Where are we with the NFL? Can we for a minute talk? <laughs> can we talk about the Bengals? Because like that's look, it's our team, right? <laughs> I mean, when you're not on the Bills Mafia, that's our team, right? The Bengals. So can we <laughs> talk about the last few weeks? I'm just gonna say we've had some major players step forward. We've been out some of our major guys like Jamar Chase. Um, we robbed Joe Mixon due to concussion, right? But then we had guys like Trent Irwin and one of my personal favorites who was a guest on our podcast, Travion Williams. Last night's game, that kid took off. Yes, we love it. That kid took off. That kid was making plays. Trent Irwin, the last few weeks, has been making plays. And it's like, I believe Joe Burrows gave an interview last week that said these games have been some of his favorite because we were up against the most adversity he had seen as a professional player. And we were still able to carry out tremendous wins. 
with players making some amazing badass plays. Like I, I just want to relive these plays. Like just watching, just watching yesterday, I was like, come on, this is what we're doing. Yes, let's go. No, it's fun. It's fun to see them. Yeah. Step up to the plate, you know, it's, um, it's good. And we're in a good spot right now too. So I know, I know it's, it's just beautiful the last few weeks. And from what I hear this Sunday, when this podcast actually comes out, Jamar chases, I, from what I hear back on, uh, back on the playing field. So we'll see if he's playing Sunday. This will be a fun game. Yes. Yeah. Well, a lot of teams are dealing with a lot of injuries right now and situations. My poor Bills and <laughs> <laughs> she she's like, my, let me just tell you, on Thanksgiving Day, oh. I, I did I did go into work with a couple of my DBs right on Thanksgiving Day, and we're watching the <laughs> we're watching the Bills and the, the Detroit Lions, and I'm like, somewhere right Girl. now, Rachel Rachel feels that I'm rooting for Detroit, but. but <laughs> But to, oh really? Okay, no, I'm just kidding. But, but to be fair, I was rooting for Detroit because that meant if Detroit beat Bills, that was good for us in terms it's of true, the Bengals, true, true. right? I so I not against you because the Bills are an amazing team. I think we all know where they're standing right now in the standings. But it was like just just to have Coach Dan Campbell like with his big forehead vein roll out and say. We might actually beat the Bills, and it was tight. Like we went into overtime on that game. I was My stomach was I pounding. Like... <laughs> I was like, I'm going back in the kitchen and eating my <laughs> eating my emotions right now. <laughs> I literally thought, where's Rachel at right now? Somewhere she knows that I just said, Coach Dan Campbell, girl, <laughs> she's oh watching gosh. me. <laughs> Yeah, it no, was it's a okay. great game. It was a, like literally my last DB that was in the office as they were entering overtime. His appointment was over, and we both literally stood up like, "What's going on?" None of us moved. We just sat there watching the TV, waiting for that final kick. Like, oh my gosh, please beat the Bills! Please beat the Bills! Mm-hmm. <laughs> and they did not. Yeah, I was very grateful, although that was an ugly game for me to watch. What also was an ugly game for me to watch were my Buckeyes this weekend. Oh, oh my gosh. Oh, so another one of our former podcast guests, Chris Evans, we know. No, no. no. Chris. Chris, if you're watching. Chris was in heaven. Finally, Michigan beat Ohio State this Look, that kid's been waiting for that game. Oh, man. And and I don't know if the rumors were true. I briefly saw this earlier, and I don't know if it was like one of that, uh, if it was satire that I was reading. But talking about who the possible future UC coach could be, did you read any of that? Uh, I don't, I think I, mm, no. I, I, think I, I, I think I saw something else. Of a couple of coach news but i don't think it was freezing yeah it was a name we're not super fond of it was ohio state's former coach maybe a name we shouldn't speak <laughs> but they like cincinnati's not a fan of that guy either they dragged that guy into cincinnati dude no one's going to be a fan of that guy i'm not even going to say his name but if they bring him into cincinnati we're just it's not happening you gotta say it you gotta say it Man, I can't, man. I'm so scared to say it. <laughs> let's just say, let's just say, former coach of Ohio State 
went on to coach in the NFL. Yeah. Got busted last hey. season at a Columbus bar when his team was losing. <laughs> There's still fans. There's still fans. So, uh, <laughs> so when we talk about future episodes, you guys, we have some amazing guests coming up. Some NFL trainers that I've known for a while that have actually trained some of my guys for the combine in the past. And, um, just have some exciting information and, and even forethought to share um, going forward. I think we're going to have some more soccer players in the future. Yes. Um, and I think Rachel and I were just talking about some possible summer plans during the NFL offseason mm-hmm. to get sports and ish on the road a little bit uh, and seeing some of our favorite people out there on the road. You make some healthy holiday treats and stuff like that. That would be yeah, fun. I'm always should. down to try different recipes. So we I know we should look some stuff up. We should totally look some stuff up. We should do that. Do some baking, get the organic cleaner wines out and just have some fun. Because um, if we do the family traditions, there's no way that that stuff is going to be <laughs> like not no. at all. Oh my gosh. My kids were complaining because every <laughs> for Thanksgiving, I always do like a homemade um, sugar cream pie. We're talking like old fashioned. We're talking butter, <laughs> butter, cornstarch, milk, sugar, and vanilla, right? Oh, I yum. <laughs> I, it's, it's my oldest son's favorite dessert ever. Like he used to actually request this instead of birthday cake, but I'll literally sit over the stove and like stir this thing until it's as thick as pudding and then I pour it into the pie shell and he was complaining this year that I only made one instead of two and I'm like are you kidding me I cannot have this garbage in my house I know. <laughs> I'm bad out of my house take it out if it is in it if it is in sight it's gone. <laughs> like, I have no self-control um pumpkin pie is my favorite by the way, what? What? I love pumpkin, pumpkin pie. <laughs> I'm not a, like, I'm not, <laughs> I'm not one of those girls that uh, like in the winter time that has like all her pumpkin spice latte <laughs> and pumpkin that. Uh, I just like pumpkin pie. <laughs> I keep it very with that. <laughs> We had so many memes about pumpkin pie and the guys and I were joking about this, like some of the best memes we've seen about pumpkin pie because we don't know anybody that likes it. So we were like, one of the memes that we'd seen about it was like the best way to serve pumpkin pie. And it was like throwing in the trash. <laughs> Another one was the best way to, to me, bring it to Rachel. <laughs> Another one was the best way to eat pumpkin pie. And it was like covered in whipped cream. <laughs> <laughs> because nobody really likes pumpkin pie. Oh Just cover it whipped cream. <laughs> well, funny thing you say that though. My grandma, when we would go over to her house for Thanksgiving when I was really little, I would douse it in whipped cream. And she <laughs> literally would tell me, So, Rachel, would you like some pumpkin pie with your whipped cream? Whipped cream. Every time, every time. But now <laughs> I like it a lot, so I don't usually so have too much oh, of that on there but oh. yeah so I, I thanksgiving night we i made three different pasta dishes and then of course i made the sugar cream pie so we ate and then played uh some games and then i ate dessert and 
I went to bed around like midnight ish. And I want to say around two in the morning, I woke up with like the worst tummy ache of my life. Oh, the pain was so bad. I was like, why did I have to eat like this? This is so bad. I will never eat garbage again. I swear. Just make the stomach ache go away. I can't eat like this. I feel like I did the same all weekend. I was like, why do I not feel great? Oh, I don't know. You just Mm. ate so much food. It's the garbage. It's the garbage. If I, if I just stick with chicken and vegetables and some salads, my stomach is like, Yay, rainbows and butterflies. But the moment I start putting in cheeses I know. <laughs> and I know. heavy, heavy meats, my stomach's like, whoa, okay. I yeah. honestly am telling myself now, I'm like, Thanksgiving's over, Christmas is in a couple of weeks. Get back to the healthy eating, right? Because I do, I feel gross after I eat bad for like, oh, and it wasn't a day. It was the whole weekend. Um, so I don't know about you, but when I eat like crappy, I can definitely feel it. Like my sleep off, I, my energy's off, like the whole thing. So I'm like, okay, get back on it. It affects my personality too. Like mm-hmm. I, I feel like I'm in a funk, if that makes sense. Even if yeah. I'm, I, I'm still working out, still training every single day, I'm in this incredible funk. And it's primarily because I ate things I knew I shouldn't be eating. Like it's a mental <laughs> game for me. It's a mental game for me. And again, one, or, yeah. one, two, or even three meals, I can, I can suffice. But when it yeah. goes into an entire three or four day system, I'm like, no, my body is like, why did you do this to me? I literally was like, oh, cookies? Oh, why not? Like everything. But (laughs) I mean, that stuff is like, once you have it, you start craving it more and more. So I have to like, just cut it out. Starting. I started today. It's like, (laughs) it's like getting back on the wagon, right? You (laughs) what's your, what's your, when, after you have, like, cause you have to let yourself indulge, especially like for holidays and stuff like that. So how do you get back on it? (laughs) Usually after the stomach ache that I had the other night. (laughs) Seriously though, if if I eat to the point of a stomach ache, that helps me get back on because the stomach ache was so nauseating and so painful. I thought, yeah, I'm never eating garbage again, even though I will. (laughs) Obviously I'll be eating garbage again. (laughs) Yeah. In a couple weeks for sure. (laughs) But but the pain was so bad and I was so nauseous for so many hours. I just kept thinking, this is not worth it. It's not worth it. So that helps me get back on track like the yeah. very next morning i'm like okay egg whites and oatmeal hi you're my friend <laughs> we're friends again what about you what is your what is your i have to get back on track feeling i feel like i just tell like i'll let myself have however many days you know a meal a couple days whatever a couple days for holidays yeah. um, and then I'm, I think I have to give myself something to look forward to to say okay whether it's a vacation or it's Christmas like that's what I did for Christmas I was like okay Christmas is in a couple weeks so you had your fun get back on it and you can enjoy yourself at Christmas time and so I then I get back on drinking a lot of water and not having anything in my, at my place, like where I can (laughs) indulge in that. But I think the struggle too is like, sometimes I'm like, ugh, 
chicken. I don't feel like eating chicken. So I have to like find different ways of keeping it exciting and like not blah food, which is hard. It's getting the protein in right without Mm -hmm. uh, making yourself sick because we know that as, as athletes, as athletic type women, again, ladies, if you're listening, I am 45. I am not a crazy athletic person. I just like to work out a lot. But what I'm saying is, is that at, especially at my age, you have to have a certain amount of protein and I cannot, man, I'm not eating 160 grams of chicken and eggs a day, right? Like Mm -hmm. there's no flipping way. So I have a favorite protein powder. So like, uh, I think one of my meals today, and I know this is maybe not great, but I had like a half a cup of oatmeal and a scoop of my favorite protein powder because I don't want to eat a bunch of chicken today. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, like, I'm not eating chicken. I'm just going to throw the protein powder in my oatmeal and call that a meal, right? As long as I get like two servings of veggies in a day, I'm like, I'm okay with this. Yeah. I'm okay with eating protein powder and, and oatmeal. Yeah. Well, that's what I do too, is I'll add more veggies in. So I like, if I am coming off of a weekend like that, I'm like, I know I'm going to be hungry. I know I'm going to want more food. So just add some more veggies to my, to my meals and my day or like a snack. And my, what I like too is, um, I do, um, just like, cold cuts like turkey or chicken or something. Oh yeah. Um, Cause I sometimes I'm like, okay, I want a shake or I don't want to shake. What are like little different things? Yogurt, that like little, little snacks. So I don't know. It all helps. I think too, like, uh, man, I struggle, but, uh, actually one of my clients introduced me to a new app and I don't know if you've heard of this. Tell me. Girl, it's called Yuka, Y-U-K-A. And I have been taking this app and scanning everything in my house. You scan shampoos, facial lotion, body washes, all your food. And it basically tells you what's hazardous and what's not in terms of carcinogens, high in sugar, high in whatever. So all the snacks that I'm like, okay, I know this is probably good for me. I'm scanning everything, right? And, and I was excited to know that all the snacks that I actually do allow myself, like the, uh, the nature goodness, um, fig bars, they score 100%. They're perfectly fine. Like according to Yuka, great snack to have, uh, dehydrated strawberries, great snack to have the yogurts I choose great snack, but I did find out that my body lotion is high in carcinogens, which was scary as all get out. I'm like, okay. We're nixing that body lotion. So Yuka, Y-U-K-A, find out exactly what is in everything that you're putting on your body, your skin, and and like what you're ingesting, right? Like, what are you putting in your mouth? What your mouthwash, your toothpaste, right? I'm talking everything. And And it's rated out of a hundred. So that's interesting. I literally was going through everything in my house. I'm talking mouthwash, toothpaste, everything I put in my mouth, on my skin, uh, everything I eat is now getting scanned by Yuka. And I'm like, where are we with this now? Now, to be fair, going back into the Yuga app, you might scan something that shows like hazardous, right? The red, the dark red. Yeah. But if you open that up, hazardous may not be that bad. It might just be has been known to cause some allergens. Okay, whatever. As long as I don't see anything that causes cancer, has carcinogens, uh, too high in sugar, whatever, I'm good, right? Yeah. So Yuka, my new favorite app. 
you go. I'm curious. I'll have to do more research on this too. Like who is behind what's good and what's bad. I feel like I struggle with food because it's like one minute, this is cancerous. And the next minute it's not. And you're like, what What should I do? (laughs) I I think with yuca though, they break it down in terms of um, what the ingredients say it is and what it actually is, which is what I really like. Right. Mm -hmm. So (laughs) it might, it might go under one name, which you assume seems harmless, but then yuca tells you what that name actually means in terms of ingredients. And, and ingredients is this uh, carcinogen or whatever. Yeah. Sorry for the strobe lights on my TV. That's actually the Celtics game playing in the background. Um, of course the Celtics are playing, but ooh, 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 speaking of, I just have to say the Celtics are number one and standings across the entire board. Yep. <laughs> Misty's a happy girl over there. <laughs> I'm, I'm knocking on wood because they're over the Bucks. They're over everybody. Cavaliers. Oh, oh, oh! And of course, the Lakers are still sunk at the bottom. Can we talk about what's going on with LA? The Rams, Lakers, both at the bottom. Mm-hmm. Like, listen, LA. I'm sorry, you're having a bad year. they've had their fun someone else's turn they did it's time for somebody else to have a run but anyways um sorry that was totally way off topic but back to yuka Uh, i love knowing actually what i'm putting on my skin now uh even even like my my primers right for my eyeshadow uh, any makeup i've literally scanned everything i'm putting on my skin face and everything i'm eating now and i (laughs) like the yuka app I really it like says, it. It says um, Diet Coke is not good. So that's. No. <laughs> I think we knew that. Damn it. Okay. <laughs> I was hopeful there. That doesn't mean I'm not still having one once a day. I, know. I am. Um, I am. Have been pretty good with all the dieting stuff. That is my one guilty pleasure. I feel like. Diet Coke. Yeah. Yeah. Diet Coke. Okay. I'm a big root beer girl. And they yeah. have like a zero sugar root beer that I yes, have. they do. It is good though. It's good. It's so good. I get made fun of all the time. It's fine. <laughs> Let me now recommend another snack to you. And I know that you've seen me eat the Halo Top ice cream. Yeah. But taking taking the sugar-free root beer and adding a scoop of vanilla Halo Top ice cream to the top of it. Oh my gosh. You literally feel like wow. you're having a seriously like evil snack and it is so not evil <laughs> game changer game, game changer. changer right there halo top with some sugar-free root beer i'm like Ooh. i feel like i'm five again this is amazing <laughs> that might so be great. my little snack this weekend after the game <laughs> i might have to top. I want to say the whole pint of Halo Top, I want to say is like 280 calories. So I'm just talking a scoop and the scoop's probably like 60 calories. Uh, oh girl, I'm going to eat the whole pint with all the <laughs> <laughs> if, if it's post game, it's 280 calories, right? Uh, I've been known to take the whole pint and uh, soften it up a little bit in the microwave and put some like uh, just maybe oh, yeah. a tablespoon of mini chocolate chips in it. Uh, and I'm like, even with one tablespoon of mini chocolate chips, you're talking like 350 calories total for the entire pint. I'm like, I am in heaven. Give me Halo Top every day. <laughs> I know. I if, And if you look at all the other ice creams, you're like, they don't compare with all the calories and stuff like that. I, I always take mine and set mine out. Um, I, do, I, I haven't put it in the microwave, but I'll just let it sit out 
and you get soft. Yeah. Get so soft. Yes. Yeah. So good. So that's the. I did not do that in the beginning, and I was like, "Eh, this kind of tastes like it's really hard to like scoop work. out." Yeah. So that's the trick. Yeah. Let it soften a little bit. When I was competing, so many people that followed me when I was competing uh, saw me always posting about Halo Top. And then they were like, I'm buying Halo Top. (laughs) Yeah, it's (laughs) so good. It's so good. I mean, again, if if you're craving ice cream and there's no dairy in it, like it's just, it's good. Mm -hmm. Good stuff. Good stuff. I'm a fan too. So one thing that we have to do is we have to watch... um, I think I mentioned this to you, the Cristiano Ronaldo and Morgan Pierce interview. It's about an hour and a half long and it literally talks about, so he started at Manchester United, his career when he was like 17 or whatever. And it talks about that. It talks about just every, he's like giving it to you like unfiltered, and it's so awesome. So, um, what were you going to say? Maybe we should post a link to that interview. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. It's so awesome just to, like, hear from his perspective. He talked about um, his kids, the clubs, um, what he's going through now. And I think a lot of people came together when he lost his son recently. Yeah. Um, at birth. Yeah. And so he, he actually talks a little bit about that too. And going through that struggle with his uh, well girlfriend um, and all of that. So it's really, really interesting. Yeah. But yeah. Yeah. Send me a link to that. And then we should post that too. I think that's, mm-hmm. that's a great story to, to watch and listen to for yeah. sure. Love so, it. Cool. All right. Close us out, girly. Close us out. All right. You guys, thank you for being with us for yet another week of Sports and Ish. Rachel Lee and I have had so much fun. And as the holidays approach, look out because the NFC, AFC, the World Cup, everything's getting that much more exciting as well as the Celtics. Hello. Anyways, we are on all podcast platforms we are also on YouTube at Sports and Ish. And you guys, we still need for you to rate review us seriously tell us what you think it won't hurt we can take it give us everything good and bad and on youtube you can thumbs up us give us comments we'll comment back but we just really really need your feedback until then we'll see you guys soon have a great week